Welcome to the Barely on Topic podcast, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. This is episode two, two U's, two K's, two points. Uh, I'm VA, your host and moderator with Kate Valley Girl. Hello. It doesn't help when you wave. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, the rock doctor. Howdy. Timmy, the pantsless wonder. Hello. Anthony, the printmaster. Good afternoon. And Nick, the southern gentleman. Howdy, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I want to first give out a, a shout out to the listeners. We had quite a few listeners last week, mm-hmm. some of which we know, some of which we probably don't know. So that was really cool. Um, and I wanted to say, uh, I wanted to put this out there, uh, I think, uh, you know, on, uh, on a website that we all frequent, the tallest 81, whose name I think is Andrew. Uh, one didn't know why I found it, I sounded so familiar to him. Um, and I told him clones. There must be <laughs> lots of clones of me. What do you think? That or pod so. people, yeah. Oh! That's chilling, but for okay. A podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. So uh, anyway, here we are. We've uh, had three Bruins games since uh, the last uh, recording session. How do we think the Bruins are doing? Who wants to start first? Raise your hand. Anthony, you want to go? <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a whirl. Um, I missed the Islanders game, unfortunately, last Sunday. Um, that game against Colorado was tough to watch, though. After the first 10 minutes, building a 2-0 lead, it just looked like the team said, eh, we're good, we've got this, and then fell completely apart. Yeah, and I don't know why, but yeah, I guess two to nothing leads in the first period are not our uh, our friends. I think the similar thing happened in the uh, Tampa Bay game at the start of the season. We had a two zero yeah. lead in the first, and ended up losing what six to two, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is actually an improvement. Only lost three to two. All right, <laughs> things are getting better. Jeff. Thursday's game was not pretty, but uh, we had a couple strong wins along the way, too, so uh, I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> but Kevin Miller again. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, what do you have to say about it? Defense again. It's it's going to be a problem all season unless we do something to help it, uh, with whether it's by trade for someone or benching someone, Kevin Miller. <laughs> it's something that it's just going to keep happening, and... Uh, it's hard because I think that a lot of the stuff that people talk about with Tuca not doing well this year, things like that, have a lot to do with the defense in front of him. You can, he can only do so much. I, I have to say that even though um, there are a lot of people who don't think that uh, Seidenberg returning this week was a, a positive thing, I think you know he obviously made the penalty kill look a little bit more solid mm-hmm. on, on that abs game, even though they, you know, when he wasn't on the ice – they still scored a power goal goal um, against the Bruins. But, you know, I myself, uh, I'm wondering where they're going to go with the defense. Obviously, they keep choosing Kevin Miller over other people. We've got Colin Miller, who's uh, injured right now with a lower body injury. And uh, Seidenberg is stiff and not looking anywhere near what we really need. In fact, it looked like they were they were definitely limiting his minutes on Thursday. I didn't really look at the uh, time he was on the ice last night. He looks slightly better, but it's going to take a while before any of that happens. I mean, obviously, this Bruins defense, when they don't have Chara, it is really, really obvious. The 
other things are kind of interchangeable with their awfulness. Jeff. On the other hand, though, at least we've got a we got a few games recently now um, with Trotman in it. Um, uh, not Thursday, which was a bummer, but uh, he had a really, really freaking good game last night, eh? Yeah. And it, it's maybe hope that's enough to get he's been de Irwin'd, um, maybe. Hopefully. True. <laughs> the Irwin stink is off. <laughs> it only took what fourteen games, <sighs> of which he played two, yeah. <laughs> three. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's obvious. I, I mean, we thought last year when they signed uh, Trotman for, you know, a couple of years there, and it was, what was it? It was supposed to be two-year, I mean, two-way uh, last year, and then it was a one-way this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We thought that he was going to be the obvious uh, next guy up, and it seems like it's not really panning out for him for a multitude of reasons, uh, which is unfortunate, but I really just, I don't know, I just... I don't care. You can throw all your Corsi four stats about Kevin Miller looking good. You got to look at the Corsi against and just go, oh my god. <laughs> it's the other way around with him. I think is Corsi four is terrible. It's Corsi against that's good, but it's still an anachronism because he fails the eye test in a way that I've never seen anyone fail the eye test. It's remarkable. <laughs> Sorry, we all know he's bad. <laughs> right. Did you guys see the um, the video of Carl Soderberg talking after the game when they asked him about how it felt to score against his old team? No. What What do you say? I, he re- it was just like another game to him. He really didn't care. Oh, <laughs> that's the most Carl answer ever. <laughs> it was awesome. Cue the Carl shrug. I think you yep. kind of have to be like that, though. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I mean, I, I know that they were just fishing for a really juicy quote, but I don't think you would ha- you would go to Carl Soderberg for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I play like Carl. <laughs> well, I, I love like Carl. I, I loved his comments on what Patrick Wall said. Well, oh, that was the best. <laughs> He's like, I really don't agree with that at all. <laughs> it's like, perfect. That is very Carl. But anyway, you know. I don't understand how uh, Claude is doing things sometimes. And you know what? In a way, I kind of don't want to understand. <laughs> well, he's giving Vetrano a very long leash, which I'm very happy about. You know, I don't, that guy's been great for us. And he really hasn't had to, like, like prove himself, like, beyond the shadow of a doubt. Like, it seems like Claude wants his younger guys to do, you know, but... He, he's been good in that respect. I mean, playing Petrano's been good. I don't know about Trotman, but, you know, he doesn't just... I, I guess he's trying to do what Sweeney wants him to do and play the younger guys. Only on uh, offense, though. Only on offense. Yeah. <laughs> he's still got that short leech with uh, with defensemen. Yeah, that's true. I, I just I, like talking about Petrano because he's yeah. just been such a breath of fresh air. He's like last year's... Pasternak or something right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that everybody has their favorite kind of player. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I love defensemen. I don't know what everybody else is like. Uh, you know, Goalies. I love goalies. Oh, really? I do. I Anthony. Think... <laughs> what I'm really liking about Vetrano is the fact that he just shoots. Oh, oh yeah. He puts up six, seven shots a game. But He's the thing great. is... That long leash is getting longer because he hasn't made the defensive mistake yet. The real big one that's cost the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kevin Miller's taking full credit for that right now. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad to see Vitrano's, you know, that year in the AHL. Or, no, he finished the season at Miami, Ohio, right? I, he, this is his first pro year. Oh, well, uh, Vitrano? He's yeah, a he's, minute U, man. He's UMass. Yeah. UMass. Yeah, he, um, he ended up in Providence at the, uh, at the end of last year. 
Mm-hmm. So I saw him in a game or two at the end of last year. And then um, this is his, you know, part of his rookie year. You know, it's uh, okay. so this is his first call up, obviously. Um, it's a total local boy making good. <laughs> so that's great. Right. Um, so, you know, obviously we have the defensive woes, but how has Tuca looked? Because we really wanted to spend a little time talking about Tuca this week. Ooh. Can I start? Oh, can Nick I... is chomping at the bit. <laughs> no. Nick will let you start, and then everybody else can yell at him. Okay, yeah. <laughs> rebel, 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 rebel. I know, I'm definitely in the minority here, but I have just been appalled by uh, many of the games Tuca's been playing. Uh, I know the defense hasn't been great, but he has made a bad defense horrible. Uh, mm. I feel his positioning has been off. His glove hand's been slow. Now, my argument, thankfully, is a bit hurt by his great performance Saturday night against Detroit. He was, he was looking real quick, had some big, big saves. Um, but so far, he's been, uh, yeah, career lows in every single category. Um, he doesn't even have like a, a 90 save percentage, you know? He doesn't have that yet, or maybe he's just creeping up to it. He but... is at a 0. 0.9, uh, excuse me, 0. 0.8. Nine six eight percentage, which is a thirty fifth in the league. It would round up to ninety if we were doing places, but that's true. His rolling number, though, Um, is what? I think I think his number is being in that regards being dragged quite a bit down by his early games. I think if you oh no doubt. And like for example, Thursday's loss, two of those goals, it's hard to blame him for because one again was was a complete breakdown by 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 by, by Kevin Miller, and the other one was that weird weird bounce on the Boschman shot. Uh, yeah, yeah, on the Boshman shot. Was, I can't remember any details about the other goal, the Soderberg yeah. goal. So, but uh, Soderberg goal was just a. I mean, it was a good shot. I mean that that mm-hmm. you're you're gonna get beat by that. Uh, but that weird change up goal, you, you still want to see an elite goalie make that kind of save. Uh, I, I just, I saw them like, man, like the glove, what's wrong with your glove? That typically has been a strong part of his game. And he just, he just looks off in every uh, aspect of his game. Was that where the, 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 he was like way up front in the, uh, in the, the, the paint and, uh, the, the, uh, puck like went right off his glove and into oh. the hole? Yeah. I mean, I think he was expecting <clears throat> a quick shot and along the way it got deflected and slowed down. So oh. I, that's why I call it like the, it was a change up kind of shot. You're expecting something quick and then all of a sudden you're there in position and then it's actually not there. You keep on moving and then the buck, the, the puck goes by you. That, it's really interesting because I, I remember seeing uh, Ben Bishop having trouble with that a couple of times last year in the, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, I don't know if it was the finals. I can't remember exactly which teams he was playing against, but he kept having a problem getting the puck in his glove. Like he thought he had it and then it would just be a goal. Oh. Um, and I'm just, we're just not used to seeing Tuca be like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bench Bishop, different animal, you know, but uh, Tuca. He's a giraffe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think what's really important to talk about with Tuca is really his skill level versus what his level of play is right now. He, the last two seasons, he's definitely started out very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea why. I just chalk it up to goalie flukiness. Um, looks like Tim has a thought on this. I, I kind of think it almost it's almost like he kind of gets dejected by the play in front of him. Oh, and absolutely. so it kind of affects his pull and it affects his play. Dejected. So like he, he just feels like deflated by the whole situation going on. And he's just like, you know, 
no matter what I do, something's going to happen. Pissed off than deflated, though. Mm-hmm. You know, Kate. you would think, but it, but by based on his play, it's kind of seems yeah. like what happens. He's a very emotional goalie, and I, oh, for I, sure. I agree with uh, Tim here 100. percent When the team is going well, he feels pumped up, and he will then bring his game to a brand new level. When the team is not playing well in front of him, he just either blames himself, gets upset, and it, he just brings the team down. Uh, and so in that regard, um, I, I feel like he'll a lot of people will compare him to Tim Thomas because well that was our last goalie. Tim Thomas at least had the ability when the team was doing bad, he could uh, bring the team up. Yeah. Um, although I think in pure talent and raw talent, I think uh, Tuca has a Tim Thomas beat. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, did you want to make a comment? What I was kind of thinking of kicking around this idea is that uh, Tuca, you know, in terms of raw talent, he's he is every bit the goalie that won the Vezina two years ago and should have won the Vezina before, the year before, right? I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I think is uh, playing behind the, the, the Bruins defense at the time of his early career, it was so, so <laughs> rock solid, right? Yeah. Has made it so he, I hate to say it, he may have gotten a little, I don't want to say lazy, but <clears throat> used over, to it. Used, used to it, to yeah, it. but you're yeah. used to it, and as a result, it's uh now it should have it's causing some longer term problems. That said, he's like too surprised when they give away the puck or something. Yeah, but now we're in the second season of a shitty defense, so <laughs> we should be accustomed to that by now, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he had like a very he had the, the pretty much the same defense going in from uh from the Stanley Cup year, right, with a few minor changes. What I'm trying to say is he's had the same defense for so long, and now last year was the first year where it was like really radically different with the uh, trading of Boychuk, who I don't know about you, but I, I just realized how solid he was mm-hmm. after he left. Oh, um, yeah. I think that's pretty much the status across the Bruins fan base. No one under, <laughs> yeah. really understood Johnny until he was gone. I <laughs> loved Johnny. Loved him so much. Just couldn't couldn't get enough of him, but damn it. That just broke my heart so much. And oh, for sure. I'm not angry about the trade, but I'm still heartbroken. But I'm any- more upset about that one than I am with the Sagan one. And I've gotten over the Dougie trade pretty much. But mm-hmm. the Boychuk one, I'm always going to be like, why? You know, I was over the Dougie one in two days. It, it really- <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still not. I, I had emotional, a personal emotional attachment to Dougie, but um, that's my own problem. Uh, no, I never really had that attachment to him. I wanted to. It just never really developed. My first contribution to, to, to Stanley, Stanley Cup of Chowder of any kind was a, fan, was a scouting report fan post on Dougie in, in January 2012. So, uh, ah. Yeah. Yes, he's, he was your boy. Yeah, oh, so you saw him from when he was a baby. Yeah, I did. He saw him when he was a wee little Dougie. Well, you know, taller than, you know <laughs> taller than everyone else in the ice. But, yeah. you know, OHL. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to throw out a, a Tuca little stat here for you. Um, even though It goes against my argument, but still uh, his penalty kill save percentage is typically around, uh, I guess, 85. Um, this year, it's a full 10th lower. He's making a, only saving about 75% of his penalty kill uh, oh, God. shots. Yeah, which I think that... That will lower the save percentage pretty bad. How does that compare to, to Gustafson's uh, penalty kill save percentage? Um, it's a little bit worse. Um, so like a big part of that's the penalty kills gar- yeah. is it, hot garbage. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, here's hoping it's going to get better. 
Yes, uh, with Seidenberg. Seidenberg. <laughs> the only, I guess, redemption which I, I feel is coming is November, statistically, statistically is, <laughs> is actually Tuca's best month in terms of wins and his second best in save percentage. Uh, his worst, for the record, is October. He has a losing record in the month of October. So it takes him a little while to warm up. Mm-hmm. He's just getting started. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, the eyeball test would tell you that. Yes. Anthony, yes. did you have something on this? Uh, I just wanted to bring up the 2012-13 uh, Bruins defense. And it is very different, actually, compared to last season's defense and this season. Having Bartowski on the roster, Chara, Ferentz, Hamilton, Aaron Johnson played a few games. Uh, McQuaid... <laughs> Wade Redden was on that roster. Goat and Broom uh, that year, Along with uh, <laughs> Seidenberg. Yeah. So there's been a pretty it's strong turnover. It's a total turnover. change up. Yeah. I miss Ferentz. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I know that he's not that great. And I know that he... Oh, God. The last game I saw him play for the Oilers, he was awful. But <laughs> I miss such a so good much. guy. He's a good guy. I am definitely one of those people who um, likes the off-ice personality of of players way too much because I I want to make them human. I just can't. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I can't look at people as just a bunch of numbers. Um, It's just not in my nature. But, you know, he's not coming back and he's not going to be any better. And so we're just going to move on from that. That's interesting about Tuca, about uh, starting slow. And I mean, the flukiness, as I like to call it, of goalies, because I really don't know how to explain it. It just seems like goaltenders go through like periods where they're really great and then they're really awful. But here's a question for you. What teams do you like him to play against? Like what teams do you think he does really well against? Oh, I also did some research. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope so, because we kind of had a mini uh, (laughs) something about this. Now, I, I do admit these stats do not reflect the past two games. So I, I, mean, I am off a little bit. But um, I like to see him play against Los Angeles. Uh, he has a 1.69 goals against average and a .956 save percentage. By far the best out of, uh, yeah. Well, I, I just want to bring up a really interesting point here yeah. that we've mentioned like millions of times. How much of that is because it seems like the Kings in a lot of ways are mirror images of the Bruins? Hmm. I don't I, know. Brother from a West Coast thought. mother. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, um, I mean, you can't, that can't be the first time you've heard that, right? Oh, no. I, I, I even I have no. said that not in this podcast, yeah. but amongst my friends. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I wonder how much, uh, it just seems to me that they're very evenly matched, but mm-hmm. uh, um, I think it's, uh, that's definitely an interesting combination. What do you think, Jeff, of the team that you'd like to see them play against? Now, this is a little bit of a counterintuitive take. I actually really like seeing them play against the Habs because, God damn it, I want them to fucking beat them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we always hope. We always wait. Yeah. <laughs> It will happen someday. It, it has will. to. It, it almost thing. happened, but we're not going to talk about that. Well, like, uh, we will not for, talk about that. Sorry, but for, for example, before the last game against the Habs, and they said they were playing Gustafson, which I wasn't a good idea because it empowered all the anti-Tuka folk. Oh, I, yeah. love, I thought yeah. playing the monster was a marvelous idea. Because Here's the thing is, um, 
His career save percentage against the Habs is indistinguishable from Tuca's. His win-loss record is substantially oh, yeah. better. His win percentage is much better, but he's, his save percentage, I think, was like a thousandth higher than Tuca's against them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Tuca's total win-loss record, uh, three, 14, and three yeah. against the Habs. Yeah, it ain't good. It ain't good. <laughs> but uh, by the way, I, I was surprised to see this. Um, he the his games played amongst all other teams. Montreal, he's played them the most. Well, because uh, you go for your big guns when we're going yeah. for a divisional rival, I guess. But uh, yeah, does that include postseason? Does not just I would regular season. So. If it includes really? postseason, it would definitely be the uh, the highest. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's played twenty one regular season games against the Habs. Second mm-hmm. place, Toronto. So of course, you know, in division makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. You want to have your starting goalie go against mm-hmm. better teams, and like it or not, the Habs are a goodish That's... team. I still don't want him to play against the Habs. I hate seeing it, just because it seems to they seem to get under his skin so easily. Mm. And you know, it's I, just. I, I don't even know if it's him though. Like, like it's 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 they get under the rest of the team's skin. And it gives Tuka no room to breathe. Is what happens. Yeah. Well, he, and he, I, I really and thought I mean, Luch going getting away rid of Lucic was probably a good idea in that respect only, just because I think that they just worked under his skin very well, and it would just like become a shit show by the end of the game. So. No, they do it to Marshawn and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> well. Anthony, who do you like to see them play against? I like uh, watching them play against Toronto and Pittsburgh. Mm. Um, Toronto mostly because, you know, one for one with Andrew Raycroft. And what a great <laughs> trade that is. You know, I still love that. One of my wife's co-workers is from Toronto. And every time I see her, I ask oh. her how Raycroft is playing for them. Oh, God. She gives me the finger. <laughs> retired from the Italian League this summer, by the way. <laughs> Oh, so he's yeah. doing good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tuca does really well against the uh, Penguins, too, because um, the Penguins don't beat the Bruins that often. Mm-hmm. You know, they should. If you looked at it on paper, you should go, oh, my God, it, this is a no-brainer. But then, you know, Penguins don't really have the goaltending. Yeah, oh. That when Tuca well, is on, we have, you mm-hmm. know. Flurry is um, generally good until it comes to the postseason. And did you see that article earlier about, I, I mean, I just saw the headline. I didn't really read the article, but the headline was like, Malkin is saying, you know, we all like hate each other or all like just like mad at each other right now for how the Penguins are playing, even yeah. though they are doing well right now, I think. Yeah. Um, you got to figure a past like, a guy like Crosby having struggling so much must really bring down the rest of the room, though. Mm hmm. I guess so. Yeah. Well, he's the captain and the mood yeah. I would I would imagine I I don't really know. The mood would have to go with the way the captain is. Yeah. Um, Especially when your captain is Sidney goddamn Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um so wait a minute. So Kate, what who do you like to see the Bruins play uh, against? Or, I mean I like seeing Bruins. them okay. play against I do like seeing them play against Tampa just because I do love both teams, I love both goalies, and generally the Bruins do have a good winning a solid winning record against them. But it's always it's always a pretty entertaining game, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I have to admit that I usually chalk up a game against the uh, against Tampa as a win, even yeah. though that's probably yeah. false. It's pretty much in their pocket generally. I mean, the first game we played against them in October, notwithstanding, but. I- well, yeah, I just, I really think that Tuca has like some kind of kryptonite against Stamkos. He has answers for their yeah. shooters, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's really nice to to see it. It's like, I, I just, I kind of get happy. I'm like, woohoo. Tim Thomas did too, though. So that might be a Chara just understand mm-hmm. Stamkos. Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. Or yeah. Patrice Bergeron understands Stamkos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patrice Bergeron understands everything. Okay. Well, because he's perfect, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... So, you know, I mean, it, it could be all of that. I'm just saying, like, right now, because we're we're supposed to be talking about Tuca, we want to see who he should play against because he plays well or we get a win or I don't know whatever reason. Or Tim, we're a masochist. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. I was going to say, Tim, I think Tim needs to weigh in on this because sure. he weighed in on the Montreal part, but we didn't hear his favorite. I love when they play Detroit. Even with Datsuk in the uh, in the lineup, it's like he seems to do pretty well. There are like hard fought wins too. I think. I mean, they're not like easy wins, but I think like they earn their wins when they play Detroit. Jeff, I'm again. I'm not super prepared here, but I don't think his regular season win loss win loss against Detroit's that great. I'm Last up. season, and even some even our even our um, President's Trophy year, I seem to feel like Detroit was a problem team. Oh, during the season anyway. Only if I had his career numbers against Detroit in front of me. <laughs> look at, well, look at you, Mr. Baird. Yeah. Um, well, he's the producer. He has to be. Well, no, when it, when it comes to Tuca, I, I want to get my numbers right. And to be fair, I felt like I was, you know, really been bad on Tuca lately. So I actually bought a Winter Classic Tuca Rasca jersey. So I just want to – I'm still a fan. Still a very big fan. Plus, his first name's Tuca, and my next dog's name will be Tuca. It's Tuca. My next cat's name is going to be Tuca. When I get a cat in January, it'll probably be Tuca. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – I think it's a great Star Wars name. Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask? Yeah, it's like Boba Fett. Any Finnish name. Any Finnish name is a great Star Wars name. Finnish names are extraordinary. All of them. Yeah, so it's like, it's a great Star Wars character. That is not an insult. That is a compliment. Pecorine. Absolutely. Yes, all of them. (laughs) Mika Koivu, they're fantastic. All of them. Oh my god. Timo Solani. That is my favorite. That is a name of, like, an exotic dancer. What? In the Star Wars universe. (laughs) Oh my god. Someone someone playing a clarinet-like instrument. (laughs) (laughs) I say, go out of hockey, go to F1, and you got Valtteri Botas, and that's a great Finnish name as well. Holy crap. I told you all of the Finnish names are great. They are all Star Wars characters. I think we should get on writing the sequels to the sequels to the sequels. Let's go. Let's do it. We can do that. Yeah. Um, Yerki Yoki Paka is my favorite beyond oh. everyone else's. Yerki yes. Yoki Paka. I love that name so much. Is that the guy who's done in Dallas? Yeah. Yes. Dallas. He was supposed to be, uh, when we were like trying to figure out who they should trade for last year, we were like, this is Tuka's new best friend and he's a defenseman. <laughs> yeah. Something, right? <laughs> I heard of him a couple years ago with a preseason game against Tampa and I was watching for Tampa and the announcer just seemed to be in love with saying his name. Every chance he could. Yoki that, that was just the best. Yoki Yoki Paka. All right. Anyway. What were his career shots against Detroit? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that was a great segue. Barely on topic, people. Barely on topic. <laughs> that was a great segue. Um, ten games played, uh, four, five, and one, uh, sub-900 save percentage, and hmm. 2.87 goals against. 
Hmm. So wow, I thought, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, that surprises me. That does um, surprise me, too. His, for the record, you know, since we're talking about his stats, he's also really bad against Anaheim. Go figure. Small sample size, <laughs> though. Only five games. Yeah, well, I mean, Anaheim has all those, like... Uh, Harry gets laugh. Baldy yeah. Duck face, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all those people that are really annoying and like to shoot the fucking score. They have all yes, those sir. people. Wow. Ooh, here's something, Dandy. I'm looking at some numbers here. Uh, again, this is just regular season. Only one career victory against the Washington Capitals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a as hell yeah. to play against. Mm-hmm. You remember when he scored that one goal against Holtby? I mean, that was just that was, like, we should have set up the parade route right there, you know? It was Jimmy just Hayes, the savior, slayed the dragon. Yeah. Was that another game where we scored first and then we just kind of like, yes. you know? Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, they got the one goal on Holtby and then Washington woke up and went, oh, yeah, that's right. Fuck you. And we're going to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, yeah. I think that's exactly what happened. Um, mm-hmm. If I remember, uh, I agree. Correctly. Yeah. So okay. So now we have like the games that you like to see, or the uh, the teams that you like to see Tuca play against. How about the teams you don't like? And you don't have to go into great explanation here. Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> Anthony. So depressing. Yeah, it's I don't like watching him play against Montreal, and it's not because of Tuca that the team just falls, falls apart, apart and it's ugly. Mm-hmm. It's yep. not even a rivalry. Like I remember posting this um, article for one of the links pages and it's like, they're not doing their job and keeping up with the rivalry here. I mean, like there's no rivalry. If you just kind of like fall apart, like within the first 10 minutes or you lay down and die, you know, I mean, you have to be there for those games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've watched many like NFL rivalries where uh-huh. that's where I'm steeped in history, but. Uh-huh. So I've watched rivalries there where one team kicks the shit out of the other team year after year after year, and it's still a rivalry. Yeah. Because I just, I I just want to say something. The New York Jets suck. Anyway. <laughs> For uh, the record. Also, yeah. So do the Carolina Panthers. I hate uh-huh. Panthers. It's a, it's a Cam was... Newton thing. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, All right. Well, I, I do want to remind us. Barely on topic. About- we're barely on top of right now. Um, but we didn't get Tim's – did we get Tim's least favorite? Did you say the Habs? Um, I did not, actually. And it's actually Washington just because oh. Holtby is just so good against the Bruins. Like, that's just like their kryptonite. Like, yeah, that's true, too. Playing – having to go play against uh, Washington just seems like it's always going to be a loss with Holtby in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Holtby's only allowed one goal in how many meetings now? Um, so Tuca can't allow one goal essentially, and he will unfortunately allow a goal. <laughs> and that's not too much to ask, though. I mean, that's not asking a lot out of him. You know, don't allow that one goal. I mean, you have to shut these guys out. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you've got Obi and Oshi, and who else do you have down there? Backstrom. Yeah, Backstrom. Um, what's his name? Backstrom's a very underrated player. Oh, yeah, for sure. He suddenly become really good defensively since uh, Trotz got there, too. He was Mm -hmm. sort of mint in that regard before, and he's really come around in that that respect. It's Mm -hmm. impressive, actually. Who knew that if you gave the Capitals a coach, they could do something, right? I don't Um, imagine. Yeah, okay, so the Capitals, that's valid. Now, Jeff, I don't think we got yours, but you said you loved watching Tuca against the Habs. I also hate him against the Habs. I'm ah! not, I'm not. He's copping out. 
No, I'm not dropping out at all here. I thought about this one hard. I like seeing it the Habs. I want him to succeed. I hate seeing it the Habs because he doesn't. Mm. I know. I gotcha. He's trying. You know, I would have he to is say, trying. I mean, most of the time, I, I have to say that I hate seeing him play uh, against um, against the Habs because I can't always just go, that's going to be a win. But I also wonder about, um, you know, even though we don't see them too often, like twice a year, Blackhawks, you know, it can be so back and forth. It can be like one game, like at home, Tuca against the Blackhawks at home. It could be a loss. I don't know what it is, but then they go play in Chicago and they win. Tuca's numbers against Chicago, again, this is just regular season, are actually decent. Only five meetings, but he's 2-1-1. One, and one. Save percentage over uh, 0.93 and goals against uh, wow. 1.76. Did you say 2-1-1 one, and one in five meetings? Because yes. That doesn't seem to make sense. Oh, so he um, was called off on account of a meteor. Well, again, <laughs> he might have been pulled from a game and didn't get the winner or loss. Or that's yeah, true. Yeah. As long as we're keeping them from playing that uh, Chelsea Dagger song. Hey, that's yeah, happy. That, you know? I used to like that Oh, fans. stop it. I used to like it. Okay. That's the first hate that song. So Least strange. favorite goal song. It's ever. such a brutal way to troll the opposing goalie, right? Yeah. Like, like, like it's just like... It, 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 it is like, the it, dumbest sounding shit I've ever heard. And it's like, it's if really that guy catchy wrote it... in your head, and then you just no, like... No, 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 it's not catchy. No, it's not. It's just... It's I just want so an it's earworm for me. No, it's no, an earworm. If, if that guy wrote that for his uh, burlesque dancer wife, if I were that wife, I would have slapped him silly. <laughs> Because that shit sounds dumb. Tallies aren't exactly yeah. an intellectual type band. Yeah. <laughs> I only listen to intellectual type bands. Of course. That I never Smiths. listen to intellectual type bands. <laughs> so, the Smiths, Bauhaus, sure. It's like, do you, do you only listen to Rush then? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. No, no, I don't listen to Rush. But That's your loss. <laughs> but anyway, you know, this is a topic I would love to save for another time. Okay. I, I really want to have a debate club on goal songs, um, <laughs> you know, because that's something that's a feature that we might want to yeah. post up over time. But, you know, I don't want to end it on talking about uh, goal songs right now. Sure. But Let's I'm thinking that, that we're probably uh, we're probably nearing the end of our time here. So anybody sure. have any final thoughts on Tuca? Um, Go ahead, Nick. Again, great, great pet name. I wish him the best. Uh, <laughs> you make it sound like we're getting rid of him. But uh, no, I just, I, I uh, if he doesn't, if he doesn't shape up, which he is shaping up again, November's a good month for him. I, I want, I want more monster. He's shaping up. I, th- I, I called him up the other day, Mike Tuka, quit fucking around. And he's like, okay, <laughs> you're right, Nick. Okay. So, and- assuming his response was "Please kidnap Kevin Miller." <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Kate, about Tuca? Yeah, I love Tuca. I'm going to support Tuca no matter what. I was actually asking about Godzilla. Please, Godzilla with the debate topic. Well- <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tuca. Mulder agrees. Mulder loves Tuca. Anyway. <laughs> oh no, we lost Jeff. Uh-oh. I'm still here. My camera oh, okay. quit though. All right, well, Jeff. Any yes. thoughts on Tuka or Godzilla? I believe in Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask. Even when he even even when he's Tuka face, I'm I'm okay. In Tuka we trust. Yes, mm-hmm. um, he 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 is better than he's been. He will be better than he than he's been. This team lives or dies on Tuka, and there's really no alternative because 
I have no faith in the monster. We know that, that Malcolm and uh, and and McGothentire are not are not prepared to come up. So, uh, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna call him Zane. I like okay. I like my Z names, but um, Anthony. So, <laughs> I'm uh, you know I know Tuke's gonna be better moving forward. I'd like to see a little bit more of Gustafson right now, just so. With, when we get down the stretch, if we're in a position to fight for a playoff spot, Rask can play more of those games. Um, I don't know what his usage is looking like right now overall, if it's any different from seasons past. But you know, I don't think he needs to play 70 games like he did last it year. So like it's it was- going to be different because, I mean, Gustafson has made a lot more appearances and I think maybe is on record to make more appearances than, say, Spedberg. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Tammy. I'm so sorry. But Toronto is good, though. You know, I mean, he's wearing his number, but, you know, Toronto I'm sorry. Toronto's not Sveti. I know. No. He has all the feels. I know. He's crying. Don't cry, Tim. It's oh, okay. Timmy, I'm sorry. Timmy's not crying. <laughs> no. He's just, like, looking at us like he wants to kill us. I think he started more early season than he did later because it was as he lost Claude's trust for no particularly good reason because his numbers were fine, actually, that he wasn't playing anymore. Let me tell you what I think about Tuca, because I haven't really said very much. One, I do think that he's going to shake this off. I don't know how well he's going to shake it off with the unstable defense. And who knows? Maybe the defense will stabilize at some point. Or maybe if we get Barry, maybe. Well, yeah, if if some (laughs) of the rumors are are true, Um, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, I think that he's going to shake off some of this rust and he's going to get better. Uh, Oh, yeah. Seasons have shown that that's what happens. So my, my thought on it is this. I really, you know, the Tuca taking, like, personal responsibility and being angry at himself, that's one thing. I want him to be fucking angry about it, like, visible. I want him to be like, I am slamming my stick. I want him to be slamming his stick and being visibly angry because you know why? Pulling the anger inside does not help anybody. Be fucking angry. Cue the milk crates. Yes. yes. Hide your milk crates. <laughs> yes. just, dude, that just sucks. He can't be like that. Yeah. So I, I'm all about being angry in an appropriate way. Doesn't mean go beat somebody, but go kill an inanimate object. That is fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stick successfully for once. Yes. That would be good because I'm getting embarrassed about that. Damn it. Have, actually, have you guys ever held a goalie stick? Either I have. Actually, they're incredibly lightweight, but I'm like, I can break this. No, I, I couldn't. No, there are other goalies that do, though. Just not Tuca. <laughs> well, you know, Tuca maybe needs to work on his upper body strength or something. He's I don't like, know. What, 6'3 and 160? Like, the guy's a, a twig, which is good. Spindly bad. Yeah. He's <laughs> like 6'7 and 215 pounds last yeah. I saw, and that's just ridiculous. Yeah. I think, like, a windstorm could knock him over. <laughs> Did you ever see that sports science where they took goaltenders that were big, like mm. they were physically big all the way around. They were tall, mm. they were wide, and they put all the gear on them and they made them just stand in front of the goal without moving mm-hmm. with all no. the yeah, And goals still got in. So then they put two people right next to each other and goals still got in because you, there is actually more mm. to being a goaltender than just being yeah. – Bulky and big. Of meanwhile, yeah, you, meanwhile you Kevin Demont on uh, on Twitter is constantly ranting about the size of goalies, and old man yells at Cloud and all that. Yeah. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. on that sports science, to... oh, go ahead. With 
KPD, he just he wants to take out the butterfly too, and I'm like, what the That's heck are you talking sense. about? Goaltending sucked in the seventies, dude. And I, I don't. Claude has it right on the matter of of, of scoring, right? People watch soccer. People love soccer in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sports science. Get back to sports the, the, science. Sports science. I, the uh, the shooter they brought in wasn't like some super all star. It was George Peros. And he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I forgot. That was so it, I mean, and he was still, you know, just picking the corners and finding the open space. Uh, Might have just been an office mustache, though. A mustache is mighty. The mustache is mighty. Yeah. Yeah, what but they have a net. Anyone famous or? No, it was just big, big guys. They, yeah, they they, they brought in a sumo wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. So what? The yeah. idea was they wanted to disprove just that you needed sheer size mm. to be goal. Well, of course, if they don't know how to play hockey, that's going to help the shooter but too. They got massive guys. Like okay. And like, then they put two massive guys right <laughs> beside each other in net, and and George Peros, noted sniper. <laughs> I say that. Um, I say that facetiously. Uh, noted sniper George Peros. They got him to shoot and score on two big fat guys in yeah. net. Um, it was really brilliant. You should look it up. I actually, I think I sent that link to uh, to Kevin Paul Dupont. Mm-hmm. I can never say his name right because I don't like him. <laughs> Old man that yells at clouds. Yeah, I, I sent that to him uh, on Twitter, and of course, there's no response. I might be banned. I don't know. Uh, I don't care. But anyway. Um, yeah, I thought it was really especially interesting because it's like you can make all the arguments you want for size and everything, but I don't think that's the problem. You know, we have Bruins games coming up this week. Uh, let me just consult the schedule real quick to find out who we're playing um, because that might be very important in figuring out what our bare necessities are. We're playing San we Jose. Sharks oh. on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And Minnesota. Minnesota on Thursday. And then the Leafs on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Good week. Yeah, it is a good week. Hopefully. And and Wild are missing Parise, so uh, that's that's good news. Yeah, so is my fantasy lineup. Yeah, womp, mine womp. too. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's the bare necessities this week? Uh, let's go with Nick. Um. Well, last week it was box wine. Uh, this week it's Miller Lite. Cause I bought a case for a party Friday, and I was the only one who drank any Miller Lite, so I gotta <laughs> drink it all. <laughs> there you go. What was the deal on that case? Twelve bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. I missed buying in the States. That yeah. is 50 cents a beer. Yeah. That is not bad. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good, but it's not bad. <laughs> Tim, what about you? Probably if the only game that I might have anything alcoholic is probably the one on Saturday, just because during the week when I work, I try not to have alcohol during the game because that wouldn't be good. Anyway. Um, Very responsible. It's probably going to end up being cheap whiskey, if anything, again, because it uh, sounds like it's going to be could be a tough week. You're punishing yourself and the team. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, grain alcohols. I don't have any grain alcohol, so we'll, we'll, we'll go with cheap whiskey. All right. What about you, Jeff? I mean, I'm a man of habit, and my Valentine's has been my go-to hockey li- hockey liquor for, for a couple years now. So uh, I'm going to hold the line, probably. What about you, Anthony? Uh, I've been... Uh been on an old old school drink kick lately with manhattans and old fashions and sidecars so i'll probably continue that trend nice finish off my uh my brandy with some with a couple (laughs) of sidecars tuesday i just want to point out that of all of us i think anthony is the person who respects himself the most 
Also, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no doubt. I have lots of good alcohol in the house. Um, you know. The only thing is, is that we, when I lived in my old apartment, my old neighbor would do Tequila Tuesdays, <laughs> and that oh. was Pepe oh. Lopez oh. Tequila. Oh. oh, wow. Is that so. really a name of an alcohol? Pepe Lopez? Oh, yeah. It's so, it is. so racist. <laughs> twelve ninety nine a bottle on the bottom shelf, and it is awful. And is that twelve ninety nine for a handle? I assume. No, it's actually a, It's only a seven fifty, but oh. it's pretty bad. It's yeah. pretty bad stuff. Life is too short to buy bad tequila. I mean, <laughs> I like Ornitos myself. Um, yeah. I like Aradura as well. Oh, um, eighteen hundred as well. What was that? Eighteen hundred. Yep, 1800's good. Like, I, I like that kind of stuff. Um, and we have, like, uh, I think we have some mezcal in the house, too. But I'm probably not going to drink any of that stuff because I only drink tequila when it comes to, like, tropical games. <laughs> or something like, like Tampa or Tampa, something. Or? Tampa, it's like, <laughs> margaritas, everybody! Oh, we do play the Sharks this week. It's close enough, right? Yeah, yeah really, so. no. <laughs> I oh. guess so. We'll see. We'll see. I haven't really thought about it yet, so I'm going to think about it while Kate's going to tell me. Oh, um, well, I wanted to buy both the uh, cider I had last week and the, what is it, not your grandfather's or uncle's or some family member's root beer. So I might try that. Not your father's root beer. Not your father's root beer. I kind of want to try that, especially since it sounds like you can only have like one at a time. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do that. Not your grandmother's, uncle's, second cousin's. Um, Kids root beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm going to try that. Well, I have to go to the store later, so I'm going to buy that now. You're not going to go get those wine coolers that we were talking about earlier? No, no. I'll save that for a special occasion, I oh, guess. Oh, man. Mescal and <laughs> wine coolers are for, for very special occasions. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Maybe play Phoenix. <laughs> we're all going to have to figure out when we have to get wine coolers, if we can. Thank have a wine cooler week because wine coolers are a special brand of either awesome or terrible. So, um, or you can add Seagram's escapes with that as well. Those uh, <sighs> says the man drinking a beer arena yesterday. You know, I was heartbroken about that because I love Rosaritas. They're so yummy. It's, it's basically a margarita with cranberry juice in it. And it is so tasty because cranberry works with lime and with orange. And oh, whatever. yeah. Um, cranberry is my favorite. Yeah, mostly. cranberry is just great. I love those. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, Tim, no. Why? It did not agree <laughs> with me because after I – Because uh, it, it's awful. That's why. After I had that, I was um, quite um, well said. off for the night. <laughs> I, I, I was more self-respect in drinking like a three-year-old for a loco than that shit <laughs> oh god but like the only reason why i did it is because it was like 99 cents for the freaking <laughs> game and i was like well it's on sale for kind of 99 of... cents you know what let's, let's just do it it's like a That's dollar a store I, I understand that. You know what? Sometimes you see something and you get one of them and you're just like, that sounds like a great idea. Right? Like the – remember – do you remember the Irish coffee polar seltzer water I got oh, last, last – yeah. Oh, I remember that. I was like, I got it. It was like 69 cents. I'm just going to drink this thing. I'll tell you how it is. I'll give you the play-by-play. And I'm like, 
oh, it smells kind of like Irish coffee. I don't know if that's good. And then I drank it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. Why did I do this to myself? And I ended up pouring the whole thing out. It was like, I was just like, oh, God. I couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. Really that's bad. what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, Tim, that is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but it was it was really awful you know that was back when i couldn't drink and that was terrible <laughs> what am i drinking this week i don't know we have beer we have the same uh jubilation ale we've got guinness uh any poison that i want to pick basically but i'm not touching that hard ginger beer crap again that was just awful it's just complete letdown Oh. So I'm not doing that because you have to add ginger beer and vodka to it. I might as well just drink that on my own. True. Right. It just makes no sense to pour it into something else. So I don't know what we're doing with it. Maybe I'll cook brats or something in it. Uh, oh, that sounds good. That actually yeah. Costs- All right. Yeah. Speaking of beer, I actually purchased a... Uh- Sam had a 12-pack, and it was, like, all seasonal for winter. Mm-hmm. One of the ones in it that is absolutely fantastic is Old Feswig Ale. Yep, the Feswig. I don't know if you've had that, oh, but yeah. it is absolutely fantastic. It's got, like, 6% alcohol, <laughs> and it's just absolutely amazing. That, that Jubilation Ale I had was, like, 8.9% alcohol, Ooh. and I was like, woohoo! So I had two of those last week during the podcast. Oh, God. Out, like, <laughs> an, an Imperial Stout called, called Tom Waits for No One, which is, like, 8%, and it's... It's a time, and it drinks like chocolate milk. It doesn't taste like it's just that smooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, I've oh. been waiting for um, Narragansett to come out with coffee milk stout. Yes. I haven't oh, it yet. Um, that sounds good. missed it last year, and I really kind of wanted it because Rhode Island. So Yeah. I think it's probably time that we've wrapped it up. What mm-hmm. do you think? Absolutely. That's fine. That's good. Yeah. All right. So I just wanted to, uh, to wrap it up by uh, – saying that uh, the second episode of Barely on Topic, where we talked mostly about Tuca, you can follow us on at Barely on Topic on Twitter Woo! and on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash Barely on Topic. And I think there's supposed to be an iTunes thing. I was going to say, by the time this, by the time the listeners actually listen to this, we'll be on iTunes. Okay. And I think, right. mm-hmm. yeah, um, I'm looking at uh, developing a Facebook page too. So, juicy. Cool. I know. We're going to be like so like hip social media communicative, <laughs> I guess, you know, mm-hmm. so, saturate social media. That's us. We are social media mavens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So I want to thank Jeff, Tim, Nick, Kate and Anthony. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, I'm VA and uh, hope that you uh, all have a good week. Word. Oh. Everybody's impression of a bear. One, two, three. <laughs> 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 <laughs>